Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Out of the past. Phantoms of a world gone by speak again the immortal tale, The Spectre Bride. But Mary, darling, tell me what's happened. You're trembling. Oh, Charles, what are we going to do? I... I keep telling myself we, we live in a world that doesn't believe in ghosts. And yet, after the village clock strikes midnight, I know my sister's ghost will come again. Your sister? Yes, Josephine, my sister, whom you never knew. No, I never heard you speak of her. I would have told you someday. We were very close. We were twins, you see. Identical twins. Three weeks ago, one morning, an hour or so before dawn, I was sleepless. So I went for a walk in the south garden down near the ancient chapel. Where we'll be married tomorrow. Can you see the bell tower from here? See, there in the moonlight? Why, yes, I can see it. In its shadows hangs the bell that's never told. That night I looked up in the tower, and there she stood, looking down at me solemnly. I was terrified. For a long time we stared at one another, and then suddenly she was gone. But I don't understand. Four years ago, when she was 16, we found her body one morning beneath the bell tower. Her face was drawn with terror. And we never knew why she'd gone to the tower or, or why she'd fallen from it. It was on the eve of her marriage, just as tonight's the eve of ours. Oh, my darling, is this all that frightens you? Believe me, it was only some illusion of the moonlight. No, no, you see, I've seen her twice since then. Two weeks ago tonight, she stood under the elms, just yonder, near the chapel. I saw her quite clearly as she walked down the path and disappeared in the darkness. For a time, I was so frightened I could hardly move. At last I followed her. But before I reached the highway, the carriage drove away. What carriage? I don't know, Charles. I don't know. It's, it's so hard for me to tell you this. It's like a terrible dream haunting me every minute that keeps warning me and warning me. And I'm frightened because I don't know what to do. Oh, there's nothing to fear now. Nothing at all. Then a week ago tonight, soon after the village clock struck midnight, I saw her a third time from my bedroom window. She came over the lawn from the direction of the Dunhill Crypt, and she walked past the chapel again, down that same path. A little later, I heard the carriage on the road. You mean she went away in this carriage? Yes, she went away. But what can it mean? I... That night, I knew she was more than a ghost. She was real, alive, even as you and I. Could it be, then? Are you sure, Mary, your sister's really dead? It's happened before. I mean... No. That night, I went to her tomb. Mary. I had to. I had to be sure. So I took the key. The family crypt is next to the chapel. You've seen it many times. I went there secretly. Mary, darling, don't tell me this. It terrifies you to speak of it. But I must, Charles. You see, Josephine's coffin was open and empty. Well, then she is alive. No, you're wrong. On Sunday, I went again to the tomb. This time, the coffin was closed. 
And she lay inside as beautiful as when we placed her there four years ago. You must believe me, Charles. It's not the product of some extraordinary nightmare. But if it's true you've seen this ghost, isn't it the specter of your sister whom you loved? Charles, father sent the carriage to London for you this afternoon because I have to tell you this. I love you more than anything in the world. And for that reason, oh, please try to understand me, Charles. I will, Mary. You must go away and never see me again. You must go away now, tonight. Leave you? Oh, no, you don't mean that. I do mean it. I must. It's the only thing left to do. I'm terrified of what may happen if you stay. But you don't know what you're asking me. How can I leave you when we're to be married tomorrow? But you don't understand. You must go. I won't let you stay. Then tell me why. There's more to this than you've said. Tell me the rest of it. It would do no good. You'd laugh and call me a silly, superstitious woman. And then it would happen as it must have happened before. To Josephine. No. No, Charles, please, I beg of you, go away. Find another girl to love you and forget me. For your own sake, please do as I say. Mary! Here we are, Father, in the garden. Oh! Does Sir Edward agree to this separation? He doesn't know anything about it, Charles. Don't tell him. Only go, please. No, I won't. I won't leave you. Not until I know you truly want me there, Charles. I'm very glad to see you, my boy. Good evening, Sir Edward. I suppose Mary's been telling you about this mysterious ghost business. She's been quite distracted over it. She told me something about it, sir. I'm glad you're here, my boy. Mary, how do you feel? You look tired and it's late. The wedding's tomorrow, you know. You see, Charles, what can I do? I'm alone in this. Nobody believes me. Now, now, Mary, it's not that we don't believe you. I do, my dear. Of course I do. You must know, then, even as I know, that it's the Spectre Bride. The Spectre Bride? A foolish legend, my boy. Nothing to it. Now, listen, Mary. Take the advice of an old man who loves you dearly. Be content to be happy with Charles, because I know you love him very much. Marry and go away on your honeymoon and live your life without ever again thinking about these old family superstitions. They mean nothing, believe me. You're both against me. All I can do is pray to heaven that it isn't true, that she hasn't returned. Now, now, it's bedtime, my dear. And in the morning, I don't want to see your eyes red from crying. Promise me you'll go to sleep. Will you and Charles do one thing for me, Father? Of course we will, Mary. Watch tonight for her. As sure as you watch, she'll appear on the path from the chapel. And she'll go solemnly over the lawn to the highway. Unless tonight she plans to stay. We'll watch for her. We promise. Good night. Good night, my darling. There, now. She's gone and she needs to sleep. Frankly, I'm very worried about her, Charles. But what is it, sir? Mary spoke of her sister. And then when you came, she said the specter bride. What is this legend? We hardly ever talk about it, my boy, but now it concerns you. With Mary, I try to make light of it, but in my heart, I know she dreads the legend as much as I. But what is it? It has to do with the Dunhills, of course, and goes back several centuries. From father to son, the story has passed down the years, though it affects only the women in our family. Our daughters, that is. Affects them? How? Well, it's the most awful thing, really it is. The story goes that no female Dunhill, although her love for a man may be deeper than most, can ever keep that love beyond her wedding day. Oh, sir, Edward, you don't believe... Yes, I am afraid I do believe, Charles. I remember my unhappy sisters, my daughter Josephine, and I'm in sympathy with Mary's fear. But what can I do? And how does the specter bride figure in the legend? With her, whomever and whatever she is, the dreadful curse began. She is the spirit of a woman who takes the body of another woman, uh, a corpse, of course, and goes abroad with one purpose, to destroy love. The story tells that she's allowed this freedom only every seventh night, that at other times she's forced to remain a ghost, 
Invisible and formless. Where? I'll tell you. But I want you to know I'm dead serious in this matter. I'm frightened, too. Because, you see, it's reputed that the Spectre Bride haunts the bell tower of our chapel. You mean the ancient chapel just yonder? That's where Mary said she saw this ghost. I know. And I believe her. But it was not my Josephine she saw, Charles. You know that, too. Then who? The Spectre Bride. Come to destroy your love for Mary. Come to take you away from her. Then that's why she wanted me to believe. Ma- Mary believes this ghost story. Call it what you like. The fact remains. And I'll tell you something else. When I was a young man, and only once did I do this, I climbed the narrow stairs to that bell tower. The stairways almost hidden behind the pipes of the organ. And as I went up them, a terrible feeling of suffocation came over me. I managed to climb almost to the top to get a glimpse of the bell, the bell that doesn't ring. And then, then I could go no farther. I had been warned, but I did not heed the warning. Then that may have been why Josephine fell from the tower. But why was she there? I wish I knew, Charles. I wish I knew. There must be something we can do about this. This demon bride or whatever she is. Can you trap a ghost? Can you fight an invisible force? An evil that transcends the years? Perhaps not. Unless it lives in a form we can understand. Say a human form, Sir Edward. The corpse of your daughter. When does this ghost go abroad? The legend says every seventh night. Uh, uh, Tonight at the stroke of twelve. Then come. Let's fetch the keys quickly now. If Mary can visit your family tomb, so can we. Uh, here, Charles. Here's the key. All right. Let me hold the lantern. Yes, sir. I'll have the door open in a moment. You see, the, the family crypt adjoins the chapel. And uh, just above us there is the bell tower. Here we are, Sir Edward. Josephine's coffin is the silver one near the north end of the crypt. Come along. Charles, look. Is that her coffin, then? The one that stands open? Yes. Open. Hold the lantern high. The coffin's empty. Just as Mary said. Then it's true. Heaven help us, it's true. But where could she be? It's only a minute or two after the time of midnight. Gentlemen. Are you looking for me? Charles. There, in the doorway. Who are you? Why, I'm Josephine Dunhill, am I not? Josephine, come to life again. My daughter is dead. Her spirit is at peace with the living. You are not Josephine. You are a spectre bride. Are you sure that I'm the Spectre Bride, Sir Edward? Yes. And we've felt your evil ghost before. What do you want here now? You know as well as I. This young man. 
I believe he's the suitor for the hand of a fair lady. You're Mary, I believe, Sir Edward. And tomorrow's our wedding day. Tomorrow, Mary Dunhill will be my wife. Will she now? How certain you are. Though in your mortal lives, there is nothing certain except death. And even that can be a thing fraught with ill desire. You mean the spectre bride, don't you, Sir Edward? And you are right. What do you want here? Something more precious than gold. Sought for by kings and little men. Something you can feel somewhere inside you like a flame. Love is an exquisite, precious thing. That is what I want. For years I have heard of your magic. Your lustful hate for those in love. Would you destroy this wondrous warmth in my daughter's heart when you've loved so much? I would, Sir Edward. Indeed, I would. You have usurped my other daughter's death. You have stolen her earthly beauty and taken it for your own. Only because it serves my needs. How difficult it is for a man to touch his lips to those of a ghostly bride. How uneasy the chill runs down his spine. You see, this form I have, this body of Josephine, makes desire for the specter bride run stronger and she is kissed with fervor and with joy. Leave us alone. We have had enough of your murderous intent. I implore you, let us manage our cursed lives alone. When my own was taken from me by a jealous thrust by a Dunhill? No, Sir Edward. Yours is my special bent. My ghostly food, my evil fun. And will be until I die. Then you can die, even as we. But how? How can you die? Your voice is harsh. I do not like it so. Soon you will beg me to forgive you those words, Charles, and implore me to love you again. You speak as if you love me now. Such nonsense doesn't frighten me. Good. Good. And I do love you, in my own fashion. But how can you die? There was only one who knew, and I took her life because of it. But now we have talked enough. Tomorrow is the wedding. Charles... She'll bring disaster to us. Tomorrow, the guests will fill the lawns. The wedding will occur, Sir Edward, as you planned. What do you intend to do? Only what I've done so many times before. Nothing can stop me, my Charles. By tomorrow, you will not care for this arrangement you have made with a Dunhill. You will care only for me. You will love me more than you thought a mortal man can love a woman. And I shall love you, too, in my own way. Until my fancy tires. That is how it shall be. Good night to you both. Come back, you devil. Sir Edward, she's gone. It's no use, Charles. But where is she going? Quick, Sir Edward, follow her. No, no, for your own sake, leave the manor house. This very hour. It's my duty to warn you. She'll steal your love. No matter how strong you think you are, she'll wage a power no man can face without submitting. Tomorrow... Tomorrow, just as she says you will, you'll worship the Spectre Bride even more in your life. I don't believe it, Sir Edward. No woman, Spectre or not, can force a man to love her. I'm not afraid for myself. Then for whom? Don't you see? If she cannot win me away, then she'll destroy the woman I love. She'll destroy Mary, Sir Edward. Come along quickly, then, to the manor house. Mary! May, are you all right? Open the door, Mary. What's the matter, Charles? Did you keep watch for her father? We did indeed. You were right, Mary. 
The Spectre Bride's here, somewhere at the manor house. Look, uh, look, lock your terrace doors, my child. Lock them. I'm not afraid. But you are afraid. Your face is drawn and pale. It's not I who should fear her, Charles. I can see now that Father is resigned, as I am. Charles, take my hand a moment. Mary, my darling Mary. Tomorrow was to be our wedding day. Now she has come. I know you're no longer mine. Mary, don't say that. Don't. Then I'll say good night instead. Good night, my child. Take care. Good night, Father. <sighs> I've done as you said. They're gone. You were sensible as well as beautiful. The others foolishly fought me, and their loss was greater. I've despaired enough. There's a limit to unhappiness. On the one side, tears. And beyond sufficient tears is death. How wise you are. Can it be that you really don't love my child? I love him more than you know. But you were resigned when the others cried and hated me. As my sister did. She whose body you inhabit now. She tried to win him back again. Did she succeed and did you kill her because of that? She did not succeed. She came too close to a secret I keep vigil over. And she died because of that. Why do you destroy us with your terror? Who are you that make the Dunhill daughters your special lot for vengeance? You have asked enough. I'd rather you lived a life of my incessant torment than kill you now because you feel this curiosity. <gasps> what do you want me to do? Leave me to enjoy your sorrow. As the sun rises, Charles will wake to my magic. And he will love only me. Ah, here is your wedding gown. The lovely veil. I shall wear them well and Charles will marry the Spectre Bride because he desires her more than anything in the world. Since I am your twin, he will not want to tell Sir Edward who I am. And I will stay his bride until I tire of his undying love. I hate you with all my heart. Poor foolish mortal. Were you less serious, happiness would be easier. Good night. When you love again, we will meet again. Who's there? Charles, it's I, Mary, here on the terrace outside your window. Mary, I thought you were asleep. I've been sitting here in the dark waiting for her. The Spectre Bride. Charles, there's so little time. Will you help me? Do you love me still? I'll always love you, Mary. Always. But the dawn will come, and then it'll be too late. Listen to me. I can't give you up. I can't. There must be a way to stop her. Help me find the way, Charles. I will, darling. Anything. But how? I'm not sure. For an hour, I've been hiding in the garden. You see, she came to my room, and she plans to marry you tomorrow. For by then, you'll have knowledge of her magic charm and... Gladly love her. Oh, no, you can't believe that. It will happen. I know it will, because it happened before to Josephine. Listen to me closely. There's not a moment to waste. It was the morning of the wedding day, and William Tilfer came to tell Josephine he loved another woman. And that was what we had feared would happen. You mean the Spectre Bride? She stole his love from my sister. Josephine couldn't stop it. That day she asked me not to tell Father what had happened. Then she began her search. For what? She never told me. But tonight I've asked myself, what could it be except the secret of the Spectre Bride? Where did she search? In the oldest wing of the manor house. In books, unread for a hundred years. 
and in the ancient family portraits. Afterwards, I saw how she pried loose the canvases. But if she found nothing... Did she find nothing, though? Or did she, after all, find what she was looking for? Don't you see, Charles? Josephine, Josephine was murdered by the specter bride. In the bell tower. The haunted bell tower. Haunted by the ghost of this demon woman. Where hangs the bell that's never told. Never once. Then Josephine must have gone there with reason. And if she discovered some secret, perhaps the very reason for the specter bride, then maybe that's why she was killed. I begin to see. Every seventh day she's allowed to take a human form. At other times her spirit hovers in the tower. And then a human being cannot go there. But this is a seventh day. Charles, look, I have the key to the little door behind the organ loft. The key? Give it to me. Are you afraid? No, Charles, not afraid. Because I go with you. Mary, lift the lantern a bit. This lock will hardly turn. Hurry, Charles, before she comes. There. Come along, give me the lantern. I'll lead the way. How narrow it is. Be careful. The stair is steep and circular. When we near the top, hold the lantern down. From my bedroom window, you can see the tower. Then she'll surely come. I pray to heaven we're doing the right thing. I pray we are. Mary, here we are. Step up quickly. How small the tower is. And the bells are huge and still. Where shall we look? I don't know. On the walls, the ceiling, anywhere. Stand back from the edge. Now you can see how easy it was for Josephine to fall. Why, if the bell rang, you could scarce escape its motion. There's so little room. Look on the bell itself. Here, follow the light around it. There's nothing here, nothing at all. This bell must be as old as the chapel itself. Why has it never told? Charles. Inside the bell. Look inside. Hold the lantern. I'll climb under it. Be careful, Charles. I can... I can stand upright inside it, Mary. Pass me the lantern. Here it is, Charles. Can you hear me? Yes, but what do you see, Charles? Is there any... Mary, there are words here. Lots of... Words cast in relief on the bell itself. Read them, Charles. Read them to me aloud. Hurry. They run in a circle. Where does it begin? Here. Here it is. Silent be this bell until the time when one of my kinsmen, whose love is greater than the sorrow of losing it, shall ask forgiveness of Margaret Tolliver for John Ashley Dunhill, who, because of his jealous love, did slay her in this tower on our wedding day, 1365. Only then will this bell toll and the specter of my bride be deposed and her evil curse expelled. This is the legend, then, that Josephine searched for. And died because she found it. Charles, come out. There's someone on the stairs. Take the lantern. Quickly now. Keep me safe from her. Don't be afraid. Stand back against the bell. You have invaded my tower. Is it yours now, Margaret Tolliver? Or does it once again belong to the Dunhills? You have found the legend. And for my ancestor, I beg your forgiveness. 
He died with remorse for what he had done. And I live with a love in my heart far greater than the sorrow of losing... Hold the bell still. Stand against it before it moves. Mary, come here to the stairs. What are you afraid of, Margaret Tolliver? Afraid the bell will ring? I never loved him, your John Mashley Dunhill. But he loved me with all his heart and soul. That night here in the tower, I told him that I could never care for one man any more than the rest. And he took me fiercely by the shoulders and I screamed and went falling to the ground below. And then I cursed him and swore to destroy his jealous love. To always destroy the love of a woman, Dunhill. But when he died, he knew he had left a way to you. Because the bell will ring and unbind you from the earth. Look, even now it moves. Can you hold it still with your spectral charms? John, keep back. Come, come down, Mary. Let her hold back the sound alone. You've been in the tower. Father, listen to the bell. Listen to the bell. It rings in spite of her. She's there, Sir Edward. The Spectre Bride. No. No. Didn't you see her plummet from the edge? It was the bell that did it. With one swing, it pushed her from the tower. Charles, look there on the ground. The Spectre Bride. Even as she was murdered hundreds of years ago. So she has died again. Oh, my darling. There's nothing to fear any longer. We two are free. Are free! From the time-worn pages of the past, we have brought you the story, The Spectre Bride. Bellkeeper, hold the bell! Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.